Hello everyone and welcome to the Dear Future Hubby podcast. I am your host Teresa Reese and y'all know how we do it. As much as I said I'm gonna stop, I can't. So I am going to read a poem from my book of poetry. If you've been listening to my episodes, yeah, I pretty much read my whole book. But anyway, (laughs) so the name of this poem is entitled, When I Look Back. Here we go. When I look back on everything I have been through, the good, the bad, the ugly, and the indifferent. When I look back on those who gained my heart and then turned around and lost it. When I look back on every single moment that I felt betrayed and confused, I also look back and see how I survived it all because of you. Lord, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the good, the bad, the ugly, and the indifferent. Thank you for those whom I've trusted and those who actually lost my trust. Lord, thank you for every moment when I felt betrayed and confused because of going, because by going through all of those valleys, I developed a deeper, more meaningful relationship with you. So I hope that y'all have had the most amazing morning, evening, afternoon, whenever it is that you hear this episode. And one of my favorite things to do when I come on here is to talk. That's why I have a podcast. (laughs) Because I love to talk, okay? So hopefully there's someone in Never Neverland that is listening. But the other day, as I was cleaning out a few things, I heard this still small voice speak ever so clearly to me that I had to stop what I was doing just to write it down. And these were the words, stop allowing people who don't share your vision to have a say in its outcome. Silence the noise and soar. And this happened because... Well, I don't know like what triggered it, but what I do know is that when the voice came to me, it was so clear, but it was right when I had pulled something out of an archive and the memory of why it was even placed in the archive is because someone had made a statement to me that caused me to place it in the archive. And when I asked myself, 
why did you place this in the archive? This was such a great idea. This came from your creativity. This came from you. Why did you archive it? And then the conversation played back in my head. And it was because this particular person who did not know my vision, who did not understand why there was a method to my quote unquote madness, but had a whole lot to say. They didn't know what the vision was, but I allowed their say to affect whether or not I kept this particular thing on display or I archived it. And so I archived it. And it had been sitting in its designated place for months. And when I wrote this down, I was like, okay, Lord, I believe you're speaking to me. And I believe what you're telling me is it's important for me to always recognize your voice. There's a scripture that says my sheep know my voice, but I believe what he was trying to let me know is that it's important for me to recognize his voice because there are people that will present themselves, whether intentionally or unintentionally, whether consciously or subconsciously, um, they will present themselves as wolves in sheep's clothing. And if we're not careful, we will archive something that was meant to be placed on display. And I thought about that. And so I pulled it out of archive and I put it on display. And when I put it on display, I received so much positive energy and so many affirmations that I was like, okay, God. So, okay, God. <laughs> um, yeah. Wow. Wow. So had I never put it in the archive, I wonder how much further I would be right now. So I said that to say, there are a lot of you who are listening to this episode. And you most likely have had a vision in your life. And it looked a little chaotic to other people on the outside looking in, or it didn't look as polished as they would have liked it to look, or it might have even looked a bit silly to someone else. Maybe they're perfectionist. Maybe they feel like they can do better than you. Maybe they feel like they can sound better than you, or maybe they just feel as if they can do something greater than you. And so instead of encouraging you right where you're at, they try to belittle the little effort that you've been applying and telling you to put it on the back burner. Oh, you don't need that. Archive it. Get rid of it. It's not a part of the big picture. But the thing of it is you never let them in on your vision. You never felt led to let them in on your vision. So they're seeing something in part. They have not a clue of what the bigger picture looks like, but they've aided their input and you've allowed them to do that. 
You really can't be mad at nobody but yourself if you're going to be mad at all. But hopefully you'll use this as a lesson, a lesson to be learned. I know I did. And so when I pulled this out of the archive and I put it back on display, the amount of favor that was bestowed upon me ever so quickly, it just helped me to understand that it is vital that you know the voice of your creator because he may give you ideas, witty ideas, things that may seem crazy to someone else, but he's like, hold on just a little while longer. It'll all make sense if you listen and listen carefully and follow my instructions verbatim. There's a scripture in the Bible that says, obedience is greater than sacrifice. I opted to obey the voice of a stranger and archive this very thing. But when I heard the words, stop allowing people who don't share your vision to have a say in its outcome, silence the noise and soar. Those were instructions that were given to me. And so I took it out of archive, dusted it off, displayed it ever so eloquently, added a little bit of tweak to it, and just operated in my know. And when I operated in the things that I knew, there was a sense of confidence. There was a sense of comfort. There was a sense of confirmation that took over to where it was almost like I had an out-of-body experience being able to witness what it looked like to be and operate in sheer obedience. I was able to silence the noise of the voice that had no idea of what the vision was. And even because, you know, people, they get some people love to say, oh, I'm just constructively criticizing or, oh, it's just a little constructive criticism or however it's worded. Whenever you are pursuing your dreams, you almost have to get an audacity about you. You have to have the audacity to dream when no one else sees the vision but you. You have to have the audacity to do something different when no one else sees that vision but you. You have to have the audacity to operate in your authenticity even if you look crazy to someone else. Even if you sound crazy to someone else. Or even if they just think you're bona fide crazy. You've got to be willing to have a level of audacity about you. And you've got to be so in tune with that voice 
That if it tells you to go left, you go left. You don't wait to question it. You just do what it says. If it tells you to go right, you go right. You've got to be so in tune. I call it the voice of God. You may call it the voice of reason. You may call it meditation. You may call it the universe. You may call it the great I am. You may call it Allah. You may call it El Shaddai. Whatever you call that voice. You've got to be so in tune with it. To where when someone else is speaking contrary to whose voice you know, you've got to thank you for your input. I appreciate your feedback. Okay, I'll take that into consideration. But know that you know that you know that you are not going to allow people who don't share your vision to have a say in its outcome. You've got to make up in your mind that even as they're speaking, you are silencing the noise and opting to soar. Even if it's soaring within the realm of your imagination of how far you could go with your vision. Even if it's in the realm of your journal, if you're writing down, well, this is the direction that I want to go. This is what I'm going to try next time. Whatever it looks like to you, stop allowing people who do not share your vision with you to have a say in its outcome. Because if you're not careful and if you don't opt to silence the noise, and if you don't opt to soar, they could land you because you stopped doing it the way that you were instructed to do it. They could end the vision because you stopped doing it the way that you were instructed to do it. They could mute your voice because you stopped doing it the way that you were instructed to do it. I'm glad that I had that moment. I'm glad that I literally took a moment to steal away. And all I was doing was straightening something up. And that message came so clearly to me that I was like, wow. And when I saw the item that I had archived, and when I looked and gazed upon it, I was like, why did I ever put you away? Why did I ever listen to that voice? See, because sometimes you don't know people's intentions. Sometimes they have a subtle way of being passive aggressive because they really are afraid of your success. And they have covered it so well in the way that they're being passively aggressive to where you may not even recognize it because of the suit that they're in. Remember, wolves in sheep's clothing. You might not even recognize that they're subtly trying to sabotage your vision. You might not even recognize it until it's too late. So I would urge you, if you don't recognize the voice, like he said, my sheep know my voice, And follow the voice of no other. If you don't recognize the voice of God. If you don't recognize the voice of your creator. I would strongly encourage you to 
ask him. Even now, speak to me, O Lord. If you don't believe in God, honey, I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) Because I believe that my life is not my own. I believe that I am only here because there is someone far greater than me that felt that there was something that I could contribute to the universe. I still don't know what that is, but while I'm figuring it out, I'll just talk to (laughs) y'all. But I am grateful that he saw fit to keep me here. And I am grateful that even when I start to veer a little bit to the left or a little bit to the right, he has a way of reminding me, I've called you to something. And what I've called you to, everybody did not get an invitation. I need you to stay the course. Because there's other people on, people on the other side of where I've called you that are waiting to hear your voice. So I need you to get there. I need you to get there. By any means necessary. So this is going to conclude my episode on tonight. I do hope that I've encouraged someone. And let me just be clear. Because some people take things to the most extreme. When I say by any means necessary. I don't mean illegally. I don't mean uh, it's going to take somebody. I'm not asking you to take nobody's life baby. I'm just literally saying. (laughs) If you do it. Make sure you do it with integrity honey. And make sure you do it where you won't get in trouble. Make sure you. Oh my God. You know. Because people will take things to a whole nother level. And you just like. You got that out of that? Yeah, you know, it's it yeah, everybody's perception is going to be different. It just depends on where you came from, right? That's what they that's what I hear. You know, that's what I hear. That's what they tell me. That's what the people tell me. Everybody's experience is different. Like my my brother told me a long time ago, what's considered common sense to you, Teresa, is not necessarily common to everyone else. Commonality is different. For different folks. So okay yeah. So when I say by any means necessary. I'm not meaning break the law. That is not something I would ever co-sign for. Not at all. But yeah. By any means necessary. In terms of what will give God the glory. How about that? Let me just clean that up a little bit. But yes. This is going to conclude my episode on tonight. I do hope um that y'all have had a wonderful blessed evening but before i end this because i know i haven't been reading to my future hubby future hubby i'm not trying to neglect you i'm so so sorry if it seems that way if you are listening to any of my episodes honey i am not trying to neglect you so sorry i've just been trying to you know talk to the people give them some attention but okay right now it's all about you so here we go (laughs) This um, is dated June the 25th of 2021. And here we go. It says, Dear Future Hubby, I just finished watching a movie based off of a real life story. And it touched my heart to the depths of its very existence. It was about a couple who as teenagers made a choice to rob a bank in Louisiana. The name of the movie is called Time. And I'm not 
100% sure because I was multitasking. But I do believe, if I'm not mistaken, that the wife served about five years. However, her husband served 20 years. And during his incarceration, they bore three additional children, all boys. So they had six boys together. However, to watch her journey as she fought for her husband's freedom, to witness her young boys grow up by way of the family videos that she shared. And they grew up ever so quickly. And in the absence of their father too. Trust me, it was painful to watch. However, I found myself thinking about my own children. If I haven't shared it with you before, my oldest is 28 years old. The next child is 25. The next one is 23. I have a 20-year-old and then a 17-year-old 17, 17 and my youngest is 15. I have been divorced for over 13 years. have been more of a single mother than I was ever married because we were only married for six and a half years. So I know what it's like for my children's fathers not to be present. But then I thought about my brothers. I thought about my brothers as black men. I thought about my sons. I have three of them. Young black men. <sighs> I wish sometimes that I was way more knowledgeable. I wish that there were ways that I could truly convey and articulate what my heart feels concerning our black men and the battles that they go through daily. From incarceration, from being murdered in cold blood, from being ostracized, from being mistreated, abused, just there's so much, so, so much that I wish that I could articulate and convey when it comes to our black men. But this is what I can convey to our black men. You are so beautiful both inside and out. Your hearts are beautiful and pure. Your minds are beautiful. 
the way you love your queens is priceless. You are our kings. Your royalty. Yes, you are royal. You are worthy of unconditional love. You are worthy of forgiveness. You are worthy of life. Abundant life. Yes, you are worthy. You deserve to have a queen by your side that will fight to her last breath for your honor as you would fight until your last breath for hers. You deserve to feel what it is like to be respected, to be honored, to be cherished, to be adored, to be reverenced. You deserve the finer things in life. You deserve a peace of mind. You deserve your sanity. You deserve to rest. And you deserve your family. I don't know where or who my true king is. But I can only hope and pray that our paths will someday cross. However, what I needed you to know, our black men, is that this queen, I refuse to give up on you. And I need my own true king to manifest. And your family needs you too. I love you. Love, Teresa. I hope y'all have the most amazing, wonderful, beautiful evening. Whenever it is that you hear this episode. But please, do me a huge favor. Please take care of yourself. Because there is only one you. Signing out, your girl, Teresa. Y'all have a blessed one. Bye.